Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. Again. Again. 35 we do this is a this is like a it's like deja vu we just say we are live again again then the episode number that's our bit of a calling card it's nice though isn't it it yeah, is nice it is. getting some real love on the socials as well we definitely had some real love over last week's from last week's episode some of the feedback that i was getting was amazing it's amazing until you get a couple of guests and you get loads of feedback and then when it's just the two of us we don't get that much a couple of guests with real running pedigree and we get yeah. all the love our instagram followers go from like 990 to 1060 that was because of my threats threats <laughs> all the work that you've been putting in on the stories yeah, it's yeah. happening so yeah but it's yeah it was lovely it was a really really good episode last week it was it was a great um, episode and, 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 and go on i was just gonna say like i've been admiring carl and emma's running on strava i've been stalking them both if you're listening i'm stalking <laughs> you, carl. i'm trying to work out the tips so i can beat you at potters next year <laughs> yeah he's, he's easy running it's mind-blowing how slow I he, know, easy runs. I know. a good I know. a good lesson to be learned for anybody and yeah, definitely. it looks like Emma's coming back from her injury quite nicely as well which is great yeah yeah and we've had we, we, straight after the interview I spoke to Emma and uh, Carl over messenger and they are up for coming on again which is really nice to hear they enjoyed being on with us talking and it was nice because I think it was having both of them on because it's the both winners of Potter's yeah. off and I think it was nice just to have that that banter between them as well, because she's what Emma said is, I have, I've got questions for Carl as well. I'm sure Carl's probably got questions for Emma, so it was really nice. It was good. It was, a, it was a good episode, really good episode. It was. It was lovely. Really good. But back to what we are normally, just me and me, just us two doing doing what we normally do. Um, so have a look at our running in the last week. So yeah. inside Manchester. Inside Manchester. Week three. I week three we are week inside three. Manchester. Ten weeks is it till Manchester now? Um, Manchester is October the 15th, uh, so which one, I think is one, ten weeks away. Ten weeks. Absolutely craziness. Absolute craziness. I mean, I think it's um, – how, how are you feeling about the actual race itself? We'll talk about your training in a minute, but 10 weeks away from Manchester half. We've talked in previous episodes about the goals. Yeah. How are you feeling about it, like motivation? I'm, look- I'm, looking, go- I'm looking forward to it. Manchester – obviously, I'm a Man City fan, uh, and I'm going to watch Man City on Sunday beat Arsenal in the, in the Community Shield. Just a bit of a plug no. there. But Manchester is my favourite city, I must admit. When I go to Manchester oh, – well, I'm from Stoke – uh, well, a leak, not Stoke. When I go to Manchester, I feel I, I, I love it and I, I like the atmosphere. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to going to Manchester to do a run because I've never ran in Manchester. Wilmslow oh, is closest to Manchester, but yeah, it's, 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 I'm really looking forward to it. And I feel motivated because the podcast is keeping holding me to account. You're holding me to account. Well, we got you back in, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> we've got. I've got a goal, and I, and I, we. we well, not spoiling anything. We've got Ken coming on and we talk about Nostas Roadrunners in a bit. But the main goal for me at the moment is Manchester. So I'm really, really motivated. And I, I would say getting my consistency back. Go on then. Let's have, let's have a look. I haven't looked at you running. I purposely, I mean, I'm not a very good coach for doing this. <laughs> I purposely, I haven't looked at last week's running between now and you do that for, you, do, you only do that for me you do it for let's look at everybody else is, is... yeah of course I do. yeah i do <laughs> i mean it's one of them like i stay in constant contact with them in terms of they leave comments on their training peaks after each run how they've been feeling how the run rent and i don't always respond straight away because you just can't i've got obviously no. a full-time job business to run and stuff and kids yeah. um I have people messaging me. I do check-ins and stuff like that. I had a couple of check-ins before the podcast uh, to have a chat to some runners that are racing at the weekend. Um, so, yeah, I do stay in constant contact. But with you, it's different. 
because what we promised this the is, listeners... This is our coaching call. It is. What we promised the listeners was inside Manchester was a look at your running, an honest account of your running. Um, and I'm looking at it. If we're going from last Thursday to this Thursday, or essentially, last week as in, in its entirety... Um, Kick us I off. didn't do. I didn't. Do, I didn't do a the, the the session on Friday just purely because I went oh to God. Oxford. I was in Oxford at a conference from six o'clock in the morning. It took me two and a half hours to get down to Oxford. Mm. I was there till three, till about half past three, and then another three and a half hours to get back because of the traffic. And then I went out for a meal um, on the Friday night for my uncle's birthday. Uh, so I didn't have an opportunity to do Friday. Which is unfortunate. I wanted to, but I didn't get a chance. And like we say, life happens. Uh, we not moved thing. it around. We could have done, but I never asked for. Never asked you to. But I, I was planning on doing a run when if I got back from Oxford because it was two and a half hours down there. I thought if I get back for about five o'clock ish, I should be okay. But then because of the traffic on the way back, I never got a chance. Did a park run on the Saturday, which I really enjoyed. Did you run the park uh, run at effort? Yeah, yeah. So did, yeah, it wasn't you did, you did. twenty five something. I can't remember twenty five. Yeah, something like that. Right Seventy one. Yeah. So I wasn't planning on doing it at effort, and I thought to myself, well, I haven't done Hanley Park Run for a while. I'll just see how 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 I feel. And I started off pretty steady, and then I just thought I'm just going to go for it um, because I hadn't done the run yesterday on the Friday. I just thought I'll just go for it and put a bit of an effort in, and I was. Pleasantly surprised. It wasn't my best time at, at Hanley. I think my PB there is 25-24 or something like that. So it's not too far off. But I think if I'd put an, a full effort in to start with, I probably would have got better. I mean, what I would say with that is you've you've done running. That's a good thing. So we're talking, yeah. you've done running. We're talking yeah. about the, the, the things that promote a physical fitness change, you know, um, consistency, variety was number two i'm yeah. glad that if you didn't do the session that was scheduled for friday which yeah. was like a strength blocks workout so it's basically running uh two intervals within a 50 minute run at sort of um a, a threshold pace just yeah. to promote a bit of physical change um you didn't do that on friday so i'm glad that you did take the initiative on the Saturday and go and put a bit of a harder effort in because otherwise, if you hadn't have done that, all you would have done in that week, say all you would have done, all you would have done in that week is easy running. Easy running, yeah. And what we do need to do is once or twice a week is just get the body working a little bit harder. And actually doing a park run at the pace you did it and the effort level you did it, it's a bit of a threshold effort, really. Yeah. An all-out effort. It's not an easy run. It's a threshold effort. And I think that's exactly, arguably, you probably would have got more of a training effect from that on the Saturday than you would have on the workout that I set on the Friday. Well, that was that's why I thought to myself, I'll do a bit of an effort because there was nothing scheduled for the Saturday. It was a bit of a free day, so I thought oh, I'll do. I like part run, uh, and, and it gets out of the way in the morning, and there's loads of people there. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a, it's a, bit of a race atmosphere. No, it's not a race, Mark. Yeah. If you're listening from part run when you came on, it's not a race, but there's a bit of a race atmosphere there. There's so much, so many people there, so it's when you get support as well. So I thought oh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do a hard effort ish. Uh, so yeah, it was... I think that's a good, solid week of training. Week commencing the 24th of July. A good, solid level of training. 23.8 miles. We would have got... Did a long run on the Sunday as well. You did. Had another long run. That's two, two weeks, weeks in a row. in a row on the 90-minute long run. That's what we were saying we wanted from you. Ken was digging you out a little bit in the interview coming up. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's uh, positive signs. 60 minutes easy was planned for this Monday, just gone. He even went yeah. an hour and 15. I know, I did went out with um, Stoke Fit. It was a medium, short, continuous run. And it was 4.8 miles continuous. I ended up, I ended up doing about seven miles, seven, some, seven point something. I was mustering back to, to the back, people at the back. So, yeah, I did about an hour and 15. Um, Good work. And I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that because it it's very infrequent that 
at Stoke Fit, they do like a continuous run. Normally, it's like must they stop at a certain point and then muster back. Yeah. So I thought, ah, I'll go on that. I'll do that. Then play football on the Tuesday. Enjoy football. Scored one goal this week. So, and then I've been out this this afternoon just before the podcast, just after work uh, for a forty-five minutes easy. So, ticking them off, ticking them, tuck, ticking them runs off. Strides, no. Yeah, and no, not today. I didn't do the strides today. I must admit, I, I don't, I don't, no, I don't know. I just, I think. I'm not going to blame the tool, but the the watch. Blame the tool doesn't blame me. The watch that that. Call you the tool. I don't think we can blame the tool. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't know why, but if I go back onto a run, it only gives me the option to do the 45 minutes easy, and then when I, if I go on to go onto strides, I did it last week as well. He wouldn't let me do the strides, but I know I can do it on my own. I don't need to have that. You've only got you've only got a watch. 20 seconds. Have a rest know, of 40 20, seconds. 20, yeah, I know. times. I know. Poor I know. But I was one, to be honest with you, I wanted to get home because Laura went out to go to the gym. So that's my excuse, and that's what I'm sticking to. <laughs> Silly toe. It's another five minutes, mate. <laughs> I know. I, know. I will do strides. I will do strides. I don't mind doing strides, actually. I quite I enjoy know, doing I them. Just I, just I quite enjoy doing strides. I know, I know. I must admit, the consistency has started to get back there. Hasn't it, it has started to come back, and I'd say the consistency's come back. The mm. variety has come back. I mean, the week yeah. before last, that was your track session and football double on a Friday night. Yeah. Last week, just gone, as we said, you didn't do your strength blocks, but you did a, t- a threshold at part run. This week, you've done a long, long run, and you've remained consistent with a good football effort in there as well. Tomorrow. Is it happening? Yeah, it should do. It's Laura's, it's my partner's, but my fiance's birthday tomorrow. But I will do it after work. That's my I mean, plan is to do it after work. It's a tasty little session that is, though. Tomorrow, we won't spoil uh, it. Yeah. We'll save that for next week's podcast. But a tasty yeah. little session. I think you should get it done because the listeners are going to want to hear how this tasty session went. It's a bit of yeah. spice, a bit of spice for your, for your Friday night. And then on Saturday this week, I am back with the Combined Run Club. Uh, it's our third run. Th- fourth run. No, not fourth. Third. Fourth run. Uh, we're going back to Trenton. It was a bit of a, a wipeout last time. It was raining and not many people turned up. But hopefully we're going back to Trenton this week. And we will be running uh, at Trenton. And also, just to let you know, if there's any Stoke Fitties out there that are listening, I'm sure there is. There's plenty of you. If, if you're interested, this Saturday, it is the Park Run Tourism trip. So every month, oh. the first week, the first weekend of the month, uh, they go to a different place. And this week, they're going to Northwich. So they're going to Northwich with Park Run. Uh, so if you want to have a look at that, it's on the Facebook page. I think it's on Spond as well. So have a look at that. And they are doing another one next month and then there's a potential that we're going to be coming closer to you ben do a park run with you we're coming to you go on then that'd be nice it will be nice i'm not sure when it'll be probably be november time so towards christmas beautiful so plenty of time yeah so before chris before christmas but just after hopefully after the half marathon in we should have a go at um cannon hill park is quite a nice one okay we can, have, we can have a chat about it. We'll have a chat. Yeah, we, we'll chat off, off, offline. And then, uh, how is the combined run club going? It's going really well. Really, really good. Uh, we had quite a few people turn up first and second one. Like I said, the last one a couple of weeks ago was a bit of a wash up because it was it was torrential rain. Mm. And there was only like four or five of us at, at the Whammy. And then there's a couple more people at Trenton. But there's people that have, have contacted me from work to say that they're interested in coming. Good. Because it isn't just about running. You can walk it as well. I think combined run club and part run puts people off because they want to walk. And I'm like, absolutely. That's absolutely fine. So if there's anybody listening to the show that, that does work for combined, that hasn't been to combined run club, uh, I know that a couple of people have started listening after listening to Emma last week. So shout out to Phil and Amy. I'm not sure where they're up to. I think they're only on like episode four. So shout out to Phil and Amy. You'll probably listen to this in 2024 but <laughs> if you're if you're interested in coming to the part combined run club i'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll still be going in 2024 anyway but yeah it's going really well i'm really enjoying it as depends if i get and, my fees renewed 
<laughs> yeah, transfer fees. But yeah, it's going really, really well. Really enjoying it, and it's nice just to get out there and see people outside of work as well. So that's yeah, good. You got, you got a nice little session on Sunday. You felt you've, you've done your two two ninety. Can't do this. I can't do it on Sunday. I was about to tell you that. I'm going. I'm going Wembley, aren't I? So we need to swap that. And do that another day. Sorry, Wembley's calling. Wembley is calling, and we are we are going down at six o'clock in the morning because I'm going down on the bus with a few of the I think Man City supporters clubs. We've already had your prediction, haven't we? I think for that one. Two 0 Arlen first goal, Foden second goal. Boom. I'll um get the messages ready to uh send for Dave. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We'll get that. Definitely. definitely. Dave, if you do. How's your how's your how's your running going anyway? Um. Yeah, it's going. Are you happy to Are you happy to talk about your little bit of surgery? Yeah, I mean, I I actually had the surgery last Thursday, um, so I would you anything would... anything to get about anything to get close to that eighty minutes, eh? Lose yeah. a bit of weight. Yeah. So, <laughs> I for a few years I have had a uh, what, what is called a lipoma, which is like a lump on my back, which was yeah. over the left scapula region of my back, um, and it's bothered me probably mentally more than anything. Um, and then last Wednesday I had a phone call, um, to say, right, you're coming in for surgery tomorrow. And I was a bit took back by it. It was only minor surgery, a couple of injections, um, and they removed it and it was, it was tennis ball sized on my back. Stopped me from wearing running vests, you know, a bit of paranoia that it was quite a big lump. Uh, stopped me doing strength work in the gym on my upper body and my back particularly because I used to think that if I did too much it would aggravate it make it bigger I didn't know mm-hmm. so it was it was, it was a big size because you sent me a picture yeah. being a nurse I'm interested in that kind of gory thing photo. you sent me yeah gory photo you sent me the gory photo I won't shout on Instagram don't worry guys no but it was I mean, a, it was a decent size wasn't it it looked like to me a, a, an upside down dead frog <laughs> If people are interested, let me know and I will put it on Instagram, but I'm not going to put it out there just in case we get banned from Instagram. So I had that removed on Thursday and, you know, in the name of the podcast, you know, remain professional. I came on and did the interview with Carl and Emma because there was a important guest and I was in a lot of pain on some Mm. high antibiotic, not antibiotics, painkillers. But no, that basically stopped me or prevented me from running for... Was it Thursday, Monday? It stopped me running between Thursday and Monday. So I lost a couple of sessions, which I thought was a bit frustrating because I have signed up to Solihull 10K, Mm -hmm. um, which is on August the 13th. Um, So I lost one speed session and one long run. Um, But Monday I went back out, did an easy run, ran with Rachel again. Um, Really nice, easy run. And it it was good because I... Without knowing it, took a leaf out of Carl Moulton's book and ran at ten minute mile, really conversational pace, low heart rate. Which, because then the back healed up, I went in did my session on Tuesday, which was a nice little interval session, feeling really fresh, feeling really uh, motivated because of the little setback that I'd had. And since then, mm. I've ran quite well. Um, is your back still causing any pain, or is it okay now? No, nah, stitches are healing up nicely. I've done I'll some, done a little bit of light gym work. Every run I've done, I've stuck a vest on, racer back vest, <laughs> wound out, um, and I've got a nice little session to do tomorrow. So I'm feeling motivated um, with Manchester as the big target, but um, Solihull 10k on August the 13th. I'm hoping to put in a good time somewhere between 36 37 minutes if not quicker um Mm. because yeah time to start putting some hard grafting yeah are you going for under 80 minutes at manchester is that your ambition absolutely Uh, absolutely i think it's one of them i mean i did rugby 10 well rugby six miler a few weeks back ran six six oh one per mile for the six miles finished that in just over 36 minutes that's the sort of pace i need to be running for manchester yeah. um well a little bit slower than that for manchester really to do sub 80 i think it's 604s um and i did feel comfortable on a, on a challenging course and i think manchester is a well-supported 
route. Um, yeah. Going to get lots of encouragement, adrenaline. Uh, when it gets hard, you've got something to keep you pushing through. Um, the course, I think, is is quite a you know a kind course. Yeah. Um, and as you say, I'm looking forward to running in a city I've never ran in before, and what is a really big event for the city. Mm. So. Yeah. Definitely. I'm going to work hard over the next ten weeks. Um, put myself into a couple of race environments like Solihull, and as you'll find in the interview with Ken in a bit, maybe have a go at Newcastle 10K. Uh, for the listeners that are abroad, that's not Newcastle in up on Tyne. Newcastle Stack. Newcastle. Newcastle under Lyme. Under Lyme. Um, mm. but yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to it, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with our with both of our running really between now and then. Yeah. I haven't yeah. heard from Dave though. Have you? <laughs> every every episode, every episode. So I'll say it now. Sorry, Dave, for what we're just about to say, because I'm sure we're going to make something. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be running with us. I hope he's all right. Dave. Yeah. Reach Dave, out, reach out. Tell us how you're doing, mate. Tell us how you're doing. How's your running going? Uh, we should ask him to, to come back on. Yeah, I think we should. Talk in, about in the lead up to, in the lead up to, to Manchester, we can get him back on and listen to see how his running is getting. In. And he can tell us about his in, inside Manchester for him as well. Yeah, I mean, he might pop up on the Strava leaderboard, which we're going to do in a minute. Probably not, Yeah, but he might do. <laughs> Should we have a look I'll at the Strava I'll leaderboard? Say, I'll say it again. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, let's have, let's have a look at the Strava leaderboard. So this week, so from last week, sorry, uh, so from Monday to Sunday last week, in third spot, he's there again, Mr. Kieran Bedford. 55.6 miles. So well done to Kieran. He's got to be in when, When's York? Did you say when York Marathon is? I don't know when it is. Let us know, Kieran, when it is. You might have already done so, but let us Go know on. again you, when you it is. You finish off the uh, board and I'll have a look when it is. Okay. In second spot with 61.2 miles, we've got Pat Buckingham. So well done to Pat. And then top of the shop. With 63.2 miles, he was here last week. He's re- he's, a, he's a new runner to the a new member to the group, Mr. Carl Moulton. So well done to Carl Moulton on, Carl. for coming top. I'm sure we're going to see his name quite a few times in the like, next couple of weeks. 15th of October. Uh, York. 15th of October. So is that just? So it's the same day as Manchester. Ah, okay. If it's, a, if it's the Yorkshire Marathon, York Marathon that I'm looking at, yeah. Ah, okay. Um. So yeah. Good, good mileage by Kieran. He's he's, he's mm. ticking along really, really nicely. He's actually on quite a nice build. I mean, you think that he's, you know, going a bit early, but he's not. He's he's actually building up. I think to what is going to be some really high mileage in that marathon. Ten weeks yeah. to go. He's he's clocked consistently from forty six each week. Got a little bit more, and he's hit seventy miles for for two of the last four weeks. I'm probably going to hit it again this week. So, sensible training by Kieran, by the looks of it. He's looking in really good shape. And then this week, in third spot, with 32.0 miles, is Mr. Mark Wright. So, well done to Mark. And then in second spot, I think this is a new name. Uh, In in second with 36.0 miles is Helen Summers. She is a bat. From Stoke, Stonemaster Marathoners. So well done to Helen. Jackie Bailey. She is Jackie Bailey's mate. And in top this week with 40.7, he's there again, the Gator, Mr. Kieran Bedford. And his longest run this week was 14.1 miles. His elevation gain over the week is 1,765 foot. I absolutely. I think he's going to smash that marathon by the looks mm. of it. Let us know what you're going for, Kieran, just out of interest. I know it's not all about times, it's about completing it, but let us know what you're going for, uh, what times you've got in mind. Well, he's normally, you're running, going really, normally really running well. for coffee and snacks, that lad. Yeah, what are you going for from York? Bananas. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to be getting? <laughs> got any other shout-outs on the board? Carl's sitting in 10th. This week, yeah. So Carl sitting in in tenth. We've got uh, Joan. So Joan Pons Laplana, who was on the we podcast, is seven. Yeah, we are crackers. Who's doing? He's, I think I, I think he's gearing up for another race. He's he's seventh with twenty five point four miles. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, so we've got quite a few. Where, where are you there. sitting on the board? I don't know. I'm way down. I'm way down the bottom. I'm on. I'm in 50, so I'm above average oh. with 11.5 miles. Yeah. So I am above average because he's 142. I'm just, do you know who I'm just below? Huh? Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah just below. Her, mate. I'm telling you. I yeah. think um, so. This is Rachel, my wife. That I, f- I forget every now and then. <laughs> um, she's. I'm really pleased. Actually, I'm really proud of her. She's started to tick back in nicely from having a terrible, terrible injury layoff. Um, mm. I mean, she's downstairs. I could go and tell her all this, but I'll just put it on the podcast instead. Um, <laughs> she's had a terrible, terrible time probably over the last two years of injury, and. She's actually built up quite nice. It doesn't sound like a lot to many people, but she's built up like 5K every couple of days, really patiently this time after a long rehabilitation period. Um, And she's building up nicely to where she is now. And she's done 11 miles for the week. And again, it doesn't sound a lot for many people, but really patiently building up. So good stuff. Definitely. Really good stuff. So well done, Rachel. Well done. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. You know, if you get into good shape for Manchester Half, you know, you do a couple of races, you get your long runs, and we all keep talking about consistency, and you come off Manchester Half, because the thing is with a half, you recover so much quicker than a marathon. It's totally, totally different. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Cows to Coast over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coast. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include maple ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, run easy marine collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special Yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. Shall we have a listen to the interview? We talked about the interview earlier and it's a fourth, fifth, fourth or fifth time we've got Mr. Ken Rushton on the show. Yeah. Always good value for money when he comes on the show. Here it is, so, the well, Ken and Ben show. The Ken and Ben show, yeah. <laughs> Let's welcome friend to the show. Uh, trying to take my, I think he's trying to take my place for the Ken and Ben show. So every time, every time he contacts me, I'm a bit dubious about inviting him back on. But we've got the Mister Ken Rushton with us. Hang on, let's, us. let's stop there. Let's stop. Let's Go on, rewatch Ken. Welcome to the show. Let's should we invite Rob onto our show? So, without further ado, um, Ken, we've got a very special guest on the show today, Mister Rob Silito. Ah, uh, 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 no, Mister Consistency. <laughs> oh, you Ken. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I, Rob, I, Ben, I, no, I'd just like to say we we really do appreciate, you know, you inviting us on so that we can talk, you know, everything, you know, North Staff's Roadrunners and just keep everybody, you know, sort of up to date. I think the last time that we came on and had a chat was after Ipstones 5, which was a couple of weeks after Potter's Off. Now, since then, we had Stone St. Michael's 10K, and you couldn't make this up. It's one of the very, very few flat flat courses, PB potential. It was one of the hottest days we've had this year. It was it was just so hot. Um, so you know, times went out out of the window there. Um, we then went on race ten, Cheadle four, and that was actually really really good conditions. And for anybody who hasn't done Cheadle four, is that. Uh, Yes, there's a there's a there's a big climb at, at two mile. But once you've actually done that that climb at two mile, the second half is you know is great running, and you can actually run some really really good times. So we had a great turnout there. Um, we then moved on to uh, the next of our midweek races, which is always a popular one, not just in North Road Roadrunners, you know, in, and uh, lots and lots of people want to take part. And that was the Staff's Knot 5 Mile, which was on Canic Chase on Wednesday, the 19th of July. This Sunday, um, we now move to race 12, which once you get to race 12, it starts to be a little bit sort of important uh, part of the season because once you've actually done 12 races, um, if you've had not such a good run somewhere and you've got low points, you start to knock off knock off your low points. Yeah. Um, also on Sunday, um, great. It's a great new course that Trentham Running Club have put it's a on. Very hill, it's a very hilly course. I remember you start well, off the, it, up the it, hill. It's, yeah, it's one of that. It's one of them. As the first half is hilly, but the second <laughs> half, you, the, 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 the second half, you won't get a better course. No. And and the finish down Wedgwood Drive. It's it's almost a mile a mile downhill Wedgwood Drive, and it's just if you like. Not too steep. It's just the right distance is uh, sorry, the um, the right elevation going down as you can stride out. You're not holding yourself back. You can really go for it. You know on I, that. So if I can remember from last year, it starts and finishes at Wedgwood Cricket Club, don't it? Well, yeah, almost. You didn't actually start at Cricket Club. As you, no, no, as you, 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 you meet there, don't you? You get your number you and everything. You meet there and you actually, you actually start on the hill and run up to Wedgwood, you know, Wedgwood Hall. But, uh, you know, once again, it's like if you pace yourself properly and just get to halfway in a reasonable reasonable time, the second half, you really, you really can tank down towards the finish. Yeah. And um, thanks to Moreland Pottery, we've got our lovely... Pottery mugs on on offer on Sunday as well, which you know always go down well. Unfortunately, I won't be winning one of them because not that I would anyway in Group F, but uh, I won't be there on Sunday. Unfortunately, I'll be cheering on. I'll be trying to win a shield rather than a cup. I'll be trying to win the Community Shield with Man City. Well, not myself personally again. Personally, where, where are they putting you in this starting eleven, Rob? Well, I've I've, I've replaced Jack Grealish. He's, he's looked at my calves, and my calves have started to get a bit better than his. So he's going to say, "Bring bring Rob Silito on instead, Rob." Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw the. Um... I saw the fixture being advertised a couple of weeks ago, and I knew straight away that you that uh, you you wouldn't be you wouldn't be at Trenton ten k. But like I say, we've still got plenty of um, you know plenty more races for you to come come along and you know sort of join join in with us. I must admit, I haven't been to the last three, so the Cheadle Four, the Staff Knot, and the St Michael's one. I haven't been. And it's amazing how quickly you can drop in your group. I think I was third, fourth, maybe fifth, something like that. I think I'm now 11th after not yeah, running for yeah. the last three races. So it's amazing. I suppose it would work the other way around as well. If I start doing more races, I might push myself up. I can't see myself getting promotion, I must admit. So yeah, I'll I mean, answer that I was, question. I was, having a look at your, I was having a look at your stats before uh, before we actually came on air this, uh, oh, this evening. Don't. We're going to back to the very, very first time as we had a conversation of of how you approach North Staff's Roadrunners, especially if you want to get promotion. As I said, as I say to everybody, get your races in early doors, yeah. so that you are then choosing rather than rather rather than chasing. Now, because for whatever you know, for whatever reason, you know you you've missed. 
you know, you, you've missed you've missed some of the some of the races. I'm, I've done I'm just six. I've done, si- I've done, done six races. You've done you've done six. Yeah. Um, take Sunday out, and there's only there's only there's only eight left. Yeah. So, so in other words, 14. you'd have to do six out of eight. Yeah. Now, throw into the mix that, as we know, Manchester half is important for you, and. Yeah. This would this would be my advice. I don't know if Ben's uh, is, is the same as this. Double whammy, it's, double whammy coaching here for me. Well, yeah, this would be, this would be my advice. Ken trumps me it's, when we have conversation. Just, Ken trumps me because years more more years of experience. Pick pick what pick what races you want to do this year, right? Yeah. But concentrate on Manchester half because that's your main focal point. If you don't do twelve this year, so be it. Yeah. And um, you'll stay in F. Yeah. Come back next year and smash it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That would be. I don't know. What do you think about that approach, Ben? I yeah, I agree totally. I mean, what I said, what I think we've got is we've got Manchester in half in October. It still lends itself to using some of these races that you've got in North Staffs as some good, decent training runs. Because what we can see is that we've got, um, you know, you've got Newcastle 10K in September. Uh, that's a potential, I'm looking at that as potentially a nice little tune-up race before yeah. you go to Manchester. Um, and then if you carry your season on doing what you can, we're sort of talking towards the Manchester Marathon in yeah. April. And again, some of these races, you know, February, we all know what all Sage is like for a, a good bit of speed mm. development. You can start taking some of those yeah. with the fitness you've developed over the winter mm. into that Manchester Marathon training. Mm. And I think mm. we spoke about this at the Stoke Fit Awards. I think yeah. focus on the bigger races as your yeah. A goals. Yeah but use these as some good training sessions because what you can't do is replicate the race day environment on your training. And actually, mm. you can use some of the, the races that we see in the calendar, all Sager, Rouge League, Knight and Crew at the start of the season next year to get in training towards Manchester. And actually, if we've developed your fitness going into Manchester Marathon, some of these races, you might turn out your best performances. Yeah, I was just going to say exactly the same because... You know, if you get into good shape for Manchester half, you know, you do a couple of races, you get your long runs in, and we all keep talking about consistency and you come off Manchester half because the thing is with a half, you recover so much quicker than a marathon. It's totally, yeah. totally different. So you could come out of Manchester half, you've got all this fitness, fitness in the bank, hopefully that you'll be on a bit of a high because you've had a cracking run at Manchester and then there's still, you know, some of the road the, the roadrunners races left for you just to come and, and you know have a go at and see how good how, you know if you like where your form is. Yeah, so don't yeah. sort of write North Stats Roadrunners off. Oh no, because um, no. Can do that can do your twelve. Incorporate yeah. in, in what you're going to do with Manchester as your main focus, and then see how you recover after Manchester. Look, look what's left. Yeah. And if they fit in, come and have a go at those. Well, I'm not definitely not writing no staff roadrunners off at all. It's it's so I can't, like I say I can't see myself getting promotion, but I'd like to be up there top half mm. of, of of the table, yeah. especially yeah, close. I mean, I mean, I mean, pushing the top, pushing the top three. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, you know, uh, the only thing that might you might not get the top three in the actual league, and this is not down to not down to running, is you don't end up doing twelve races. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, yeah. yeah. So you can, you could actually get if you like top five, top six on yeah. your average. But if you actually look at points, because you'll maybe only done eight or nine, you yeah. you know you'd probably be a little bit further down the league. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd, I'd imagine I'd imagine I could get in at least because I'm on six. I could get in another four at least out of them eight. Mm. I would, I would hope I could get at least another four in, if not another six. I haven't really looked at the fixture list, really, but I could potentially do them. Mm. The, the one that's niggling a little bit is the South Cheshire 20, which that is that in September? Oh, that's, September. Yeah, that's, September. The first, that's the first Sunday in September. Um, yeah. It's one of them. If you haven't got, if you haven't, I mean, we're only, we're only a month away. And if you haven't got the miles in for that one, because it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a toughie. 
it may not be the one it may not be the one to do you know if ben thinks that you've got enough long runs in you know because it, it is a little bit of a yes, little bit of a toughie because it's one lap and certainly yeah. sort of in the middle section it's very very lumpy in the you know in the middle so it, it may not be the best one in preparation for um manchester boss Ben, ben, ben sorts your training out, so he'll know, he'll know better than... He definitely you know, hasn't got me. enough long runs in, Ken. He definitely ain't done his, enough long runs. He's getting I've there. started. started. He's started getting there. I've, I've, last two, yeah. week, two weekends I've done he's, two. He's been doing well. What, what's, yeah. um, what's Newcastle 10K like? Well, once again, Newcastle 10K, and there seems to be, there seems to be a bit of a sort of, um, if you like sort of rhythm of how North Stats Roadrunners go. So, is that you start outside, uh, well, opposite Newcastle Fire Station, yeah? Mm-hmm. You go out through Norton, which you just go over, over a little humpback bridge. There's a bridge, yeah, there's a bridge. That's yeah. it, yeah. Carry on through Norton, which is, which is flat, and then you've got a climb, and it, and it is a climb, called Black Bank, and it goes... Does that go up towards, um, what's it called, Apedale? Top of Eightdale, yeah. Your my great. life, that's a yeah. climb. It, That's it more than a keep, climb. It keeps going. It keeps going. It's one of these. It's got a false flat, as you think you're at the top, and you aren't. <laughs> you've, you've got to go round the other side. But, and this is the but, it comes early in the race, so you're fresh. Once yeah. you get to the, once you get to the top, it's a bit like what we're saying at Trenton. The second half is so fast, it's unbelievable. And then I don't know, uh, Ben. If you if you've done the Whammy Park run, no, no, you have, haven't you, Rob? I love Whammy. Rob's yeah. never involved. Yeah, so it? yeah, so the, <laughs> you know the last uh, the last section of the race is um, is on the Whammy. You come, oh, you back, come back, back, back. You know, you know where ah, you do yeah. the turn the turn around. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Just past the turn around, there's a gate off uh, the road yes. in Silverdale, and you come in that, and you come all along. You know, you oh, know the okay. Whammy. So it's. You can run. So that's pretty if, flat. If, that's if pretty go, down and bit flat. Yeah, if you go and look at look at the times, you can't run. You know, really decent, really decent times on it. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking that's a. I'm, I might use that as a bit of a tune-up race for uh, Manchester. Yeah. But I'm a bit. My average is 50 Ken, and I'm a bit scared about dropping points. <laughs> Kieran Bedford's been putting some mileage in. Um, <laughs> Kieran Gilbert well, was pushing me at crew. Yeah, but there's I don't a, know whether it's travelling well. Yeah, there's a, there's a, I don't know if you've noticed. There's another one in B Group that's come out of the woodwork and has just started improving through the season. A lad called Martin Pratt from Trenton. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah he's he, top of the minute, isn't he? he? He's just come out of the come out of the woodwork and is running some pretty impressive times. Is he a listener of the show, Rob? Do we know? I don't know, actually. Martin, Martin if you do if you do listen to the show, please let us know. If you're listening, Martin, I'm coming to Newcastle. Yeah. For, the inter- for the international listeners, that's not Newcastle <laughs> upon Tyne. Newcastle in Staffordshire. Um, yeah, I'm all, I'm all, that's that's potentially my next one because I've got Solihull, mm. Solihull 10K in a week and a bit, 13th of August. And yeah. then... I might kick on for for Newcastle 10k. Yeah, it's it's a re- it's a really really good race, and they get they always get a good a good turnout um, heading up towards 500. So there's all there's always enough people as there's going to be somebody somebody around you know around you. Um, it's just a re- it's just a really popular race, and like I say, don't let anybody put you off. You know about about black. You know about. Black Bank because yeah it's a bit of a slog one to get up that but once you're there you know you 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 come you come back you come back down and you think you think you're flying you absolutely think you know think that's similar to similar to me similar to me Brook then that yeah, last t- bit, that yeah. last mile yeah. I like a bit it of isn't, hard, no, it isn't actually it isn't actually the 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 mile really once again it's it's really from sort of from halfway, you know, because uh, you, you you do Black Bank and then you drop down through Scott A, which there's loads of downhills there. You drop down through Silverdale and then you, you know you you hit onto the Whammy, you know, which yeah. obviously you know you know is is flat. And there's all there's always some good good time good times on it. And there's people yeah. there to you know to drag you along. So yeah, both of you go go and enjoy it. Well, yeah. 
I ran a good 36 minutes on a rugby, rugby, rugby six miler a few weeks yeah. back. And that was a yeah. that was a challenging course. That, that'll put that'll put you in, that'll put you in, you know in, in you know in sort of good stead for that. Talking of turnouts, the local area. I don't think it's an it's not a North Staff race, but I saw a Wilmslow 10k. Johnny Miller. Yeah, yeah. Another another fantastic run from jo- right. from Johnny. He is he is just an amazing amazing form at the moment. Like I say, we keep sort of. Um, hoping, but it never seems to happen. Um, because Mick Hall's race, Stone Five, which is um, uh, Wednesday night and um, uh, this month, 23rd yeah. of this month, well, um, uh, the sponsor for that is Running Bear, okay, you know, based in Alderley Edge, just opened yeah. a shop up in, in Nantwich as well. And um, they always bring. Um, loads of their athletes over and ask anybody who's in the running bear community is just to um, you know come over and support it. Well, Johnny's husband, Johnny's husband, Johnny's wife, um, Sophie Maller, she works for Running Bear, so oh, we're okay. always saying. And Sophie's Sophie's run it two or three times. Probably won't run it this year because um, she had a baby earlier on this year. But we're always saying to. Um, um, well, Mick's always saying to Kat, who, who owns it, and Sophie, bring Johnny, bring Johnny. <laughs> so we're always trying to push him so, to come talking about Talking about Mick Hall's race and talking about Meerbrook, I believe that's been moved um, to October now, so it's one of the yeah, last races. Yeah, race well, 18. like I say, it's, it's, one, of these, it's one of these races um, we're not destined to have. We had to move it from November, so we find what we thought was a, was a good date which should have been a, a week on a week on Saturday. And um, I actually got a phone call from um, a local legend, Stan Winterton, who lives in Cheddleton, saying had I seen what was in the leak post and times. And I said, no. Anyway, cut a long story short, there's seven weeks of roadworks on Gun Hill. <laughs> so, I mean, to be fair, the... Um, uh, the, you know, the people who are putting the roadworks and they were really helpful, told us exactly what was happening. And it became obvious, we, you know, we couldn't have it. So it was, it was me and Mick then back on the, you know, back on the phone, like, what date can we have? And the first date we got, we couldn't get the Village Hall because the Village Hall is popular with um, mm. weddings and 21sts and engagements. Um, we then went to another date on a Saturday, couldn't get it, we got it on the Sunday. So we're on October the 22nd. And I actually, I was talking to Mick, because um, I don't know if you know as Mick hasn't been too well. I was going to say he hasn't been too well. As I don't know if Mick listens to the show, but if he does listen to the show, or if anybody speaks to Mick, I know you do as well, Ken, we do send our best to him and, and yeah. I message him on Facebook as well. Yeah. So I think it's been a blessing in disguise, um, you know, because I, I was talking to him when we got this new date and I said, I think it's a blessing in disguise, Mick. Because it just gives you a few, you know, a few more weeks before yeah. Stone when we do that, and yeah. then we've got another six, seven weeks through to, you know, Oct- I think October the twenty second. You know, it is. So, you know, we found another date. Um, hopefully, it will be um, third time lucky. All systems go. Question for you before you go, Ken. Yeah. Dave Clark five K is down as a reserve race. What does the reserve race mean? Okay, and then I talked to you about Dave Clark Five, and then we'll just finish off with the league tables because we've just done yeah. an update on that. Right. Okay, okay. So, what the what the reserve races are there for? If we lose a race, we know norm- ah, okay. we normally have two reserve races. One covers the first half of the season, one to ten, yeah. and the second one covers eleven to twenty. Now we already lost one reserve race when the festival of running went. Yeah, it was festival. Still, that should yeah. have been the reserve on that. So we've just got Dave Dave Clark five k. So if, going back to what you said about me, Brooke, if for any reason we didn't, you know, something else happened and we didn't get it, or yeah. one of the others got cancelled, or something went array with the timing or something, which. Odd, very, very odd times we've had as the timing system has collapsed and we've got no times. Yeah. No, so that that's when the reserve race comes in. But oh, if we okay. get all the last sort of eight or nine races in, then um, it will just be there as a reserve race. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay. Makes sense, makes sense. Okay, yeah. so you want to talk to us about the league tables. I believe they've been updated since the last race. Yeah, we, update, we updated them um, um after, after staff's not, 
and it's looking really, really, really good and competitive. So in the men's team table, uh, it's your best sex to court score, and that's based on, on age groups. So that everybody's included, be it whether you're 40, 45, 50, 55, or whether you're just a senior. It's your top, yeah. top six scores. Now, at the moment, Stonemaster Marathoners are winning on 2,484 points. Now, 119 points behind is Trentham on 2,365. And in third place on 342 is South Cheshire on 2,142. Now, there might seem big gaps. But the other thing you have to look at is how many races have them six people done to get those points. Yeah. Now, with Stonemaster Marathoners, their top six have ran 55 of the races. Right. But if you look at Trentham, they've only ran 52 of the races, add them all together. So in other words, they've got three races to pick up 119 points. So that's go like to if, South if, Cheshire. If a couple win win their group. Yeah, exactly. You go to South Cheshire and they've got their points only doing 46 races between them. So they're, they're like nine races behind Stone and only 342. So it's not over by a long chalk. If we go to the ladies' one, which is four to count, Stonemaster Marathoners again are leading on 1834. 125 behind, and this will be a big cheer for you two guys, your Stoke, Stoke Fit ladies Fit. on 1709. And in third place, Trentham on 1674. But once again, back to what I was saying, for the Stone Master Marathoners ladies to get those points between them, they've, um, uh, they've done 39 races. But if you look at Stoke Fit, who are 125 behind, they've done 36 races. Wow, so three behind. Yeah, Trentham have done 34. So we have awards for we have awards for, for our first two teams. Everybody in the team um, uh, gets an award, you know, gets a, gets a trophy and everything like that. So the team one now, it will start to become really interesting and we'll probably put an update on after the Stone Five, and then we'll put an update on every single one after that. Yeah, so top Stoke my, fit men. I was going to say fourth with fourth with fourth, and the top th- six for men is Steve Jennings, Peter Gibbs, James Tutton, Elliot Powell, Matt Craig, and Simon Lewis. To shout out to them, and the Stoke fit ladies: Sean Hawley, well done, Sean. Rachel Shankland, Gina Benson, and Julie Bradshaw. So yeah. Doing doing absolutely absolutely brilliant, and I'm sure that loads of them will be will be there on on uh, Sunday. So thank you so much, guys, for you know taking the time to you know invite me on you know talk about North Staff you know Staffs Road Runners. Always a pleasure. Hope you, yeah, hope you come back with a big smile on your face on um, uh, Sunday, Rob. I'm pretty sure we will. Yeah, pretty sure we will. Um, um, <laughs> Uh, I actually won't be at Newcastle, but if you do run Newcastle, Ben, then have a brilliant run there, and I will see it in the results. Cheers, Ken. Thank you very much. We'll, uh, we'll sure we'll have you back on before then anyway, um, yeah. and certainly after that. So we'll have a yeah. good chat about it. Definitely. Cheers, Ken. Thanks very much. Always yeah. a pleasure. Yeah, take care. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association, proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974. Couch reads, coach reads. Go on. Your turn. It's my turn. It's my turn this time. Absolutely my turn. Uh, and this time, it's from, I'm, gonna, I'm not, I'm not going to build up to it. National Geographic. No. No, it's it's from Runners World. I'm going to go straight in there. It's Runners World. It's this month's episode, oh, episode article. No, it's actually September's, so it's next month. I got it in August. I got it a couple of weeks ago, so I don't know. I don't know. Is that because anyway. they're now sponsoring the podcast? Well, not yet. No, not yet. Not, if not. we keep banging on about it enough, they might they might reach out to us. Other but anyway, running magazines are available. There isn't that many out there, though, is there? There are. Come to think out. Uh, Athletics Weekly. I don't know yeah, if that's still knocks about. Many, though. Oh. It's the only one I read anyway. But anyway, we've got a segment on warm-ups uh, oh. and it also looks at fitness. So 
It's called Spring Awakening. If improved running economy is your aim, you'd better hop to it. So it says just five minutes of daily hopping could lead to improvements in running economy. What? That's according to... Yeah, so according to new research published in scientific reports, doesn't say which one, it's just the scientific reports, for six weeks, researchers studied 34 amateurs running, 27 male and 7 females, all below 40 years of age, so our age, who could run a 10K in less than 55 minutes, so we'd get into that category. Participants were randomly divided into two groups, a hopping group and a control group. Both groups of runners maintain their regular exercise routine, but the hopping group practiced various sets of hops for five minutes each day. When hopping, runners were instructed to stand with both feet no more than a, a hip width apart and to hop as high as possible using both legs. In the end, only one runner reported an injury. So out of 27, that's not too bad. Shin splints, uh, champagne, sorry. So researchers concluded that From runners can safely implement... Yeah, the injury so researchers... Yeah, so researchers concluded that runners can safely implement a daily plyometric training regime of five minutes over the course of six weeks without developing overuse injuries. Also, because a participant showed a change in oxygen uptake and carbon dioxide exhalation, researchers concluded that the plyometric exercise could doesn't doesn't isn't improve it it could improve running economy. There you go. So, what do you think of that? Hopping. I. I think it's good for strengthening um, and I think plyometrics is very, very good. And that's essentially what it, it is, isn't it? Ply- hopping yeah. Just plyometrics. I think yeah. I wouldn't, I would, I think hopping on the spot and doing hopping for five minutes because it's, for me, it's like, are you better off changing the movements and doing other plyometrics like a plyometrics routine because I, I do like the a skips, a skips. Do like doing drills, like you know, a skip, b b drills, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, but things like box jumps. I mean, I mm-hmm. I did work out in the gym the other day where I basically jumped from one leg to the other down the running track that's in the gym. Yeah, on like sort of a diagonal, um, and making sure that consciously I was jumping quite high, trying to get some explosive power, landing on the one leg. Um, and you can notice like the wobble in your leg as you're landing and it's about correcting that stability, getting that stability in your leg because running is a one-legged sport. Like yeah. you're running on one leg at a time and obviously what you're trying to do is to keep the leg, the ankles, the joints in the knees, the hips, the muscles that hold it all together to be nice and stable. So I think introducing one-legged plyometrics, whether that's box jumps, uh, jump down and up off a box, mm-hmm doing hopping on the spot, hopping forward movement, diagonal side to side, it's only going to strengthen you. I just wonder whether, you know, people would take the article quite literally and just go, right, I'm going to hop on one leg for five minutes. And I think there's more to be done with it. I think it's a really good article. I think it's something that really should be implemented in people's running. Certainly a basic strength and conditioning routine. But not just hopping, it could be anything. Not just hopping. Because I think box, this jump, be- box, box jumping, I've been put off by box jumping because when I was having PT a couple of years ago, I was doing box jumping and I fell off and scraped my shin down the edge of a box and it absolutely yeah. wrecked. I mean, this is the thing though, isn't it? I think sometimes as individuals, we tend to go for the extreme mm-hmm. instead of just doing simple things simple things that are still going to improve because it's like the first thing you do is go and get the box and you're like i'm going to get the biggest box i can get and i'm going to try and jump because it's going to make me stronger but actually all it sometimes needs to be is you know you might have a step in your back garden and it's like practicing jumping up and down from that step and it might only be like a a couple of foot in the air if that if a foot and it's about just getting that sort of movement that extra movement into your legs to help and improve your stability. I think there's a lot to be said for doing it. Um, I think it's something that you could incorporate into your weekly training quite easily for five, 10 minutes a day. I think it's good, but I'd try and vary the movement. I'd wonder why that person in the study got injured. Maybe it's because hopping for five minutes a day on the spot. It, it maybe isn't the best thing to be doing. I, I suppose it's like running on, running on the spot. There's no, I suppose you could say running on the spot will improve your your running as well. But why run on the spot when you can just run forward anyway? If that yeah. makes sense. I think 
the bigger picture and the whole article that you've read there is I think that strength and conditioning is Biometric exercise. something that should be done. And it is telling you that if you can do as little as five minutes a day of something mm. like plyometrics, you're going to improve your running economy or make your legs and muscles stronger. And let's say yeah. it's obvious that's going to happen because if you go from doing nothing to five minutes a day, you are only adding to your strength and conditioning routine and you're yeah. only going to benefit from that. It's going to increase your oxygen uptake and your carbon dioxide exhalation anyway because it's exercise. And by doing any kind of exercise, it's going to improve yeah. that. It's like going from sitting on the couch and doing no running to running for 30 seconds down the road every single yeah. day. You're going yeah. to get fitter because yeah. you're doing something. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, like I say, it's, it, it's, don't take it literally, guys. If you want to go hopping on the spot, you can go hopping on the spot. <laughs> but even if it is like a skipping rope, so a skipping rope, I know as, as, as daft as it sounds, I like skipping. skipping I like skipping. I, well, I, I'm not very good at it. A seven foot monster jumping up and down on the floor. I bet you have to tie two skipping ropes together, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do like that when I was doing, again, when I was Old doing PT a couple of years ago. <laughs> the whole the whole the whole house shakes when I do it. <laughs> but it, that 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 again is plyometrics, isn't it? Because you are yeah, totally. jumping and you you you're increasing your 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 muscle movement in your legs. Yeah, and it and it and it increases your increasing your breath, increases your heart rate, which is always good for your body. I think anything well, so. anything that encourages people to move um, and raise their heart rate. And, and and just do something is going to benefit people and, and make yeah. them fitter. But I think with plyometrics, the added bonus is you're not just getting your uh, lungs and heart going. You're actually strengthening and conditioning mm. the muscles, making them more stable. And that goes for the bones and the ligaments as well. And that's what we need to do as runners is to strengthen the bones, the ligaments and the muscles that are bearing a lot of pressure when you're running down the road. Um and then if, if you're doing that, you can always take collagen as well. So collagen, bad Protein Rebel. See, we get it in there every week. We get it in there every week. So shout out to Protein Rebel, sponsors of the podcast. How are you getting on with your Protein Rebel? I, I Yeah, I quite enjoy it, actually. The collagen is is nice. I put it in drinks, and it's it's not a problem. I tend to just neck it back. Um, the, pro, the, the, the energy gels I really like. So I've used them both times on my long runs. Mm-hmm. I had one because I'm bad. <clears throat> before a long run on last Sunday and the Sunday before, I didn't have anything to eat. So I had one before I went just to try and boost my energy. And then I had one about probably about 30 minutes in. Yeah. And then I had another one about an hour and 10 in Yeah. on the way back. But yeah, it's really... I like them. I do. I do. And I'm not... I wouldn't... Oh, they are sponsoring the podcast. And, and genuinely, I do like the taste. Uh, so... It's, it's really easy right, to though, do. Just being made. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it's it's just maple syrup, isn't it? So it's, most people will, will like the taste. It is just maple syrup. I was thinking, you know, I might substitute it for when I do my long runs. I might substitute it from the the honey that I put onto my Weetabix. Yeah, that's a good shout. To maybe, be fair, maybe, maybe. I mean, I I tend, I'm like you. I'm trying to get into a routine of fueling. Uh, practicing my fueling now ahead of Manchester yeah. half and Manchester marathon at the moment on long runs I'm doing one every 30 minutes um, so I'm taking two out on a 90 minute long run I'm having one before each session um, yeah. I've not suffered any energy crashes the taste's really nice no. uh, I found no. it really sweet no problems nice. with the bowels nothing nothing which I do get with some of the others that we've had with some yeah. of the others um, yeah. I did find it really really sweet at first I must admit like for the first time I took one I was a bit oh, bit, bit took back yeah. by it but the taste actually yeah. is really nice and the consistency is good um, yeah. so I'm going to continue with Protein Rebel I've bought some yeah, more definitely. gels um, reasonably priced I've also bought some of the protein, the Recover Protein Powder, because now I'm in the gym a little bit more. Um, yeah. Now I've lifted that weight off my shoulder, quite literally. Literally. Get back into doing the weights again. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm using the Protein Replace, I think it's called, for the recovery. Yeah. And uh, feeling positive that I've got everything I need in place going into Manchester. 
10 weeks away. 10 weeks away. Madness. Madness. I'm, I'm looking, I am looking forward to it. I must have, it's, it's something that we've talked about for a while. Uh, and then the focus will then turn to April. Well, after actually saying that, the focus will then turn to my wedding, obviously. <laughs> not, not forget, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not forgetting about that. I, must, I, mean, I can't. I, Laura, if you're listening, I, I am fully focused on the wedding. Grovel. <laughs> that is in between two races. <laughs> uh, well, and on that to, note. You need to make sure you get your training right if you've got a wedding to attend. I oh, know. I need to. Oh, well, to be fair, I've 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 kept the timber off. It's um, this I this. Book, I've got. Think, yeah, genuinely think it's you're looking well, silly sir. I've, I've got my London Marathon Marathon t-shirt on, and it's it's uh, it's quite big at the minute. It's uh, it's it, it was it not it wasn't tight, but it was it was a bit tighter a couple of weeks yeah, ago, a couple of months look, ago. You're looking well. I keep looking at those ice bath videos. Still ice bathing. Yeah. 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 Been, no, no, I haven't been every day. It's every other day now. I think I've been doing I've, it every other day. I've been doing every every yeah every day or so. I've had one every mm. la- for the last three or four days since my back healed up. It's getting colder. It's getting yes, colder. It's definitely. Put some little ice packs in. Still using it. Might give it a clean out over the weekend. So nothing better than a nice blue water oh, yes, ice nice bath. Nice fresh yeah, ice. Only when you sit in it, you can actually see your feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not murky. Do me long run, I think, and have a nice fresh one over the weekend. Yeah. I going. might celebrate when I get back from Wembley and we've won. I might get in the ice bath to celebrate. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time we say goodbye. And we will see you all later. See you later.